Welcome to Excessive Banter, the podcast. Life's experiences, unfiltered and unscripted. Conversations from one old guy to another, with wicked good people from time to time. really want to commend you. I had the opportunity to listen to your interview with Don Mullen, and I'm so excited for the podcast to, to be live uh, sometime in the very near future. For people who don't know, um, you know, Don Mullen, author of Bloody Sunday, and just his insights into the world and, you know, words, my words won't do it justice. So I really hope that all of our listeners listen and they introduce this episode to all of their friends and family because it, it is powerful. It is dramatic. And you did a great job. I wish I was there with you when you did it, but unfortunately I couldn't be there. So kudos, kudos to you, buddy. No, it was, I mean, when you think of, and again, like met him in a bar, shocking. And well, just, what? Oh, right. I, oh, yeah. You met him at uh, you, you met him on the hill. Uh, on the hill. Uh, Paul and I, for those of you who don't know, spent an awful lot of time. Um, the hill is actually the uh, Marriott Quincy and uh, the one up on the hill. If you have a chance, go ask for Yanni. Yeah, ask for Yanni. He, uh, good, good pours. Not not on his face, meaning good pours. He pours good drinks. Yeah, that's where Paul met him. So I'm sorry. Uh, continue, sir. No, I was just going to say that met him there and it was through a friend and he tells the story about how we met and I told it, but the things he's touched and, and, and done, you know, the Sunday Bloody Sunday isn't just something, it's a biography because he was there, his childhood friend, Michael Kelly, and he was there. He was an eyewitness to the whole thing and his events years afterwards and recanting what happened actually helped be a catalyst to him write the book, which opened up the investigation one more time where, you know, the British government had to acknowledge this, which they swept under the rug and they exonerated everybody that was involved way back when in 1972. Oh, oh yeah. No accountability, no accountability on their end. And kudos to him for, you know, having the, the balls to do it. Well, and it was a part of life, yeah. uh, but he was part of the yeah. movement that was inspired by, you know, Martin Luther King, you think 1972 and the peaceful marches in the sixties. These are things that really they tried to do. They were opposed and it was a massacre. 14 people died. But then with Don, aside from getting emotional with that, talking about his childhood friend, who, again, a coincidence when we became friends and we got to know each other, he knew Gordon Banks, who was a goalie for England in the 60s. And I knew the stories of him because I was a goalie for football. And that's European soccer for our American friends. <laughs> it's it, it was a connection that he ended up writing the biography of Don as a young boy, idolizing this man who he later on met, befriended. And then he jokes on it that he's probably the only Irishman in history to uh, put a statue of an Englishman down. So that, <laughs> that's he awesome. Was, he was he was um, there right before the time of his death uh, as a request, uh, Gordon Banks' daughter and grandson. So they had their moment together alone. And again, it was just very emotional interview. And it was yeah. hard for me to listen because, you know, we sit here with Zoom and look at each other. And I'm looking at this man recanting this story very vividly about Gordon Banks' decline and that moment and the words that they spoke. And it was, I had to kind of turn the microphone away because I was afraid you know, I'd muffle it out with the way I was feeling. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, you can, you can, you can definitely hear it in his voice. And uh, again, I encourage uh, everyone to listen and then 
uh, pass pass this one on to your friends and family and colleagues and neighbors and, and anybody history. who will listen. It is it's living history, which you don't get a lot of anymore because it's a generation that is uh, that is uh, coming uh, coming to an end pretty quickly. So absolutely, and when you think of like everything in media and digital and social media, everybody is in real time demand of current events. I think our history being told on those platforms is a, is a, a little more dynamic, which are obviously why we're doing this because everybody wants to know about two Boston guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're so captivated. We're trending. <laughs> we are so trending. We are, we are trending soon, soon to be found on, on the TikTok. As they the say. TikTok. Oh, that's... <laughs> so I told uh... you, I told you about that. That's, I, I'm new to it only for the fact that I wanted to see what the buzz was because, you know, we're on Instagram and I wanted to see what people are posting. And, and actually, there are some freaks. There are some serious freaks. But every once in a while, you will come across some genuine, pe- like the people that I told you about, genuine. You look at the clock and you think where they're located. And if you start listening to them, they're always on at a certain time. I would hit, you know, go live, look at the lives and see if they're out there. And there they would be. So we've built up this pretty good relationship with these crazy, wonderful people um, down in Mississippi. And speaking of which, a uh, huge shout out <laughs> to Kelly, Jessica, Jesse, and Christo, otherwise known as the porch people. Hey, people, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, Kelly B. That's Gary. That is me. Um, yeah, so, they're, yeah, so have, they're doing a podcast. Great, great. Yeah, and look for that too. The porch people, folks. Yeah, I'm um, not sure if the porch people is going to be the name. There's so many different names. Oh, oh some okay. inappropriate by their listeners, but we joke that they're the porch people, or as I call it, divas and the dude. Divas <laughs> and the dude. I love it. I love it. And we might need a we might need a better name for you and I uh, at some point. Um, but we can we can figure that out as we go. So speaking of. Um, as we go, we have some uh, we have some really cool guests coming up in the in the next several months. Obviously, the podcast with Don Mullen is is uh, front and center of all of these. And again, please, folks, listen to it. However, uh, we're going to be speaking with some very high profile female entrepreneurs over the next several months. We are going to be speaking with some executives and senior staff members from the New England Patriots and the New England Patriots Charitable Foundation, and also with a former celebrity chef who now runs a private uh, chef business up in New Hampshire. So, and hopefully booking some other greats as well. So we urge you to tune in to Excessive Banter, the podcast. And the progress of Zippy and Dippy. (laughs) No, no, uh, no, because I'm not Zippy and I'm not Dippy. (laughs) Neither are you, dude. That's terrible. (laughs) You're going to, you're going to edit that. Oh no, it's staying. Probably not. It's yeah. staying. It's legacy. Oh, yeah. What's new on the health report? Oh, <laughs> so yeah. So you know, as you know, uh, earlier this week, uh, I was uh, I was ready. I was in I was in the hospital, one of the one of the good hospitals here in Boston. Been on the docket for a knee, total knee replacement, Paul, for about ten years. At the age of fifty, I was ten years too young. So gutted it out the last ten years, and you know, turned sixty last summer. 
right? It shows. Call the surgeon. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't look a day over 87. Uh, called the surgeon, set up the surgery. It was booked for earlier this week. And go in, already, you know, IV in, drugs flowing, just waiting for a little blood work to come back. Surgeon comes in, looks at me and my wife, says, all right, we're ready. Which, uh, what are we doing for you today, Gary? You know, they, they like to joke around. I said, uh, total knee replacement of my right knee. And he's like, okay, let's mark that baby, gets out a magic marker and puts his initials on my left knee. No, <laughs> my right knee with a bunch of dots and says, all right, just as soon as that blood work comes back, we'll, we'll get you in. And he walks over to the nursing desk, shakes his head, walks back to me and says, sorry, pal, we got to cancel. It was an issue with my sodium level was low. So little did I know, Paul, did you know that low sodium levels in your blood, especially for orthopedic surgery, can cause major post-operative issues? I do. Including and leading up to death, (laughs) which not interested in. Brain damage. Don't need any more of that. Right. Wow. I can't believe you let that go. I, I gave you I, that was a beach ball, dude. And you just. But if, but if I said it, you'd forget it anyways. You know <laughs> what? What did huh? you say? Huh? Um, and, and a whole host of other uh, other issues. So um, so we're figuring out what what the problem is and, and hopefully uh, reschedule very soon. So but uh, yeah, so that, <laughs> that's what's going on in my life. Uh, and I do have an announcement that I'll share with you sometime in the very near future about my new my new venture as an entrepreneur and and you know what it means when you first start out start out being an entrepreneur right yeah what what does it mean Build it means you do a lot of work you work for a lot of people and you make no money build for success yes mm-hmm. so um so that's that's what's going on that's kind of like my career for the last 30 years mm. i blame well, you f- you for the last six you can't blame me anymore because i left <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which did you see that uh email i sent you about when your customer wants uh cheaper rates for freight yes i've already shared it about six times <laughs> just so uh, everybody can get a visual i sent paul an email i saw this uh picture on LinkedIn. And we were both in the logistics world. Paul still is. I was in the logistics world for 30 plus years. Uh, lucky to be out of it now. He helped in move digital. the stones with the Sphinx. Uh, no, just Stonehenge. But it was your people who built the Sphinx. But I'm pumped. Um, actually, so I, I'm not sure that that's an accurate piece of history. You know, I think that that was made up, but I don't know. Anyway, so Paul, image. Paul's been in it for years and years now, six years with his current company. And, um, and the image was when your customer asks for cheaper shipping rates and it was a probably, I don't know, 30, 35 foot long wooden boat with a single engine on it in the middle of the ocean with a half container on it and three guys. Yep. <laughs> Classic. I'll, Classic. I'll, uh, I'll share it on, on the uh, excessive banter Instagram. So if people reference it, they'll find it. Cool. So what's new with you? Anything? Uh, nothing too much. Uh, I did make a very planes, trains, and automobile-like trip for a one day to Buffalo. Remember our place in Buffalo? 
exact same scenario that happened there. Delay upon delay upon delay. Oh, you mean our trip to Detroit? No, Buffalo. Remember when we went to Buffalo? Uh, we went with our boss and we went to, I can say it once again, Nut Butter. And we sat, I didn't go. We, yeah, you did. It was you. Oh, wait. Yes, I yes. did. That's in Buffalo? That's Buffalo. That's Buffalo. So I had to go back there for a different customer. So, oh, oh, right, right. Well, it really wasn't right, Buffalo. It was in the hills of Buffalo. Yeah, we had to drive an hour. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, we went to yes. the 7-Eleven that had the pizza place in it, and we were starving, and we realized, yeah, that's not going to work. So yeah, we didn't eat yeah. until we got back to the airport about six hours later, and we were starving. And then the flights. Yeah, no, I, I, I remember yeah. that. And we, 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 uh, we actually, oh, my God, that was that was just a ridiculous we, meeting. Yeah, it was 11 <laughs> o'clock before we flew out, and our flight was supposed to be at like 7. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Snowstorm. Anyway, so so what happened? I had to take two flights because there's no direct flights from Boston to Buffalo anymore. So Boston to LaGuardia. We were late leaving Boston, so I left it. It was supposed to be a nine o'clock flight. I got to Boston, the Logan, you know, at seven thirty, eight o'clock, plenty of time. The plane didn't leave till quarter of ten, which means I only had ten minutes to get from Terminal C to Terminal D, which is an outside runway one that you have to take a bus to at LaGuardia. Yep. I was the last person on that plane. They shut the door. We taxied out, sat for 45 minutes at LaGuardia and then flew to Buffalo, which is only 53 minute flight. Everybody had to be extra strapped in because the stewardess ended up on her butt. All the turbulence. It was a bad storm up in the Buffalo. We land, we go to the meeting. It's pouring rain, sleep, have a great meeting, you know, two and a half, three hour meeting. And it was six miles from the airport. So we drove six miles, had the meeting, drove back six miles, got there about right before five. His flight was an hour after that. So we went to the anchor, Mm -hmm. good restaurant and bar inside the airport, the same place that we hung out at. Yeah. Yeah. And had a quick bite. Um, He went to his flight. He sat for about a half an hour. Um, so he was supposed to leave just after six. It was more like 6.40, 6.45. His plane finally left. Mine didn't leave until 9.50. My original flight connector at JFK would have been gone with no other flights out of Buffalo going to Boston. So I figured might as well make it at least to JFK and maybe go from JFK to Providence and then Uber. Nope, nothing. In the whole air, couldn't get on uh, the Delta. It's not a bad thing for Delta, but your app sucks. And we looked at um, trying to find some way for me to get back or as your text did to me, just stay, sleep there, sleep overnight, you know, get a hotel room. I finally land there at 1115 and the plane was supposed to leave at 11. It didn't get in there until 1230 and didn't. Take oh, off. so your connector was late. What, so you late. were able to get it. But then it didn't get in until 10. Uh, we didn't take off until 10 past one. So by the t- 53 minute flight, same thing, bumpy ride all the way to Boston because those winds that night, I walked in the house at about 315 in the morning for a one day uh, round trip meeting. What a nightmare. Yeah. Business travel. You know. It's what we do. <laughs> Yes, indeed. We've had plenty and we've had a lot of fun doing it. But uh, at the end of the day, I'd much much, much rather do Zoom meetings and then only do in person to sign the papers. Yeah, well, I do like the face to face. I'm more successful that, you know, I'm more successful when I get out because what do I not do? Make cold calls call um, sell <laughs> i sell um, no I need to you, be a, i'm a face guy i'm a you, face to you, face. <laughs> which is amazing because you have a face for radio 
Very true. It's from bobbing for French fries while I worked at Burger King. Uh, other than oh. that, nothing else. Looking at colleges with the boy that's starting Sweet. up, and uh, excellent. Just this crazy weather, you know. It was what nineteen over the weekend, then it went up to the fifties. It was sixty-seven on Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, and snow Friday. So yeah, so just to nineteen degrees. A Hello, New England winter. Yep. You know this. You know the old saying: If you don't like the weather in New England, wait an hour. Wait a minute. <laughs> an hour. Wait a minute. We'll drive a different direction because even where oh, I am, it's please. different where you are. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But sometimes I'm talking with a close relative of mine that lives one town over, and it's different weather. Yeah. Raining here, not raining there. It's crazy. Come on. Yeah. Anyway. It's, well. So always a pleasure, my friend. Good reset, and um, looking forward to talking to everybody. Maybe uh, our chef can uh, work out a new diet plan for me because of, I've been faltering. I'm still losing, but I'm faltering. Are you Are you back on the pie? No, no okay, pie. Good. No pie. Yeah, me neither. Someday soon, you know. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I don't crave it. No, nope, neither do I. So, neither do I. I was on vacation, and and you know, I mean, what do you do on vacation? You fish and you're pulling big fish, like the picture you posted. Yeah, but you know, usually you also drink. you know drink. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. Well, that's good. I did a lot of heroin, and no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you were in Florida, so you know. <laughs> All right, pal. All right. Hey, you behave yourself and uh, best of the clan. Thanks, buddy. You too. All right. This has been Excessive Banter. Benny, Paul McClellan here. Gary Kickstand Brodsky wishing everybody a great day. Have a wicked, busy day. Take care. Bye-bye. You look like an angel. Look like an angel. Walk like an angel. Talk like an angel, but I got wise. You're the devil in disguise. Oh, yes, you are. Devil in disguise. Yes, you